Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome to Rough Trade Radio's shoplifting podcast with me, Ben Monaghan. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be joined in the studio today by Starcrawler. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? How are you doing, guys? Thanks so much for coming in. Um, great show last night, I hear, at O'Meara. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, do you mind just introducing yourselves individually, if that's all right? Go. Um, <laughs> this is Timothy Franco. Hello, this is Austin Smith. This is Henry Cash. <laughs> I'm Arrow. Yeah. We are a star grower. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your debut record is out today. Yeah. It's yeah. here. Finally. Yes, it came how, out. <laughs> how's it feel to finally have it out there? Has it been a... So good, yeah. It's been done for since last January. Yeah. So it's good to finally it's... get it out there. Yeah, it must it's... feel like a release. Sort yeah, of like, it's been yeah. sitting on it for so long. <laughs> it's finally good to have it out because... It gets kind of weird when you tell people, no, 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 it's coming out soon, <laughs> soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Let's hear about it. You worked with uh, Ryan Adams, who yeah. produced the record. How, how, it, yeah. the hell did that happen? Well, um, a lot of it, we were playing a lot of live shows, and footage was going up, and uh, back in the early 2000s, uh, Arrow's mom, Autumn, took some photos of Ryan, yeah. and so she, he was following her on Instagram, and he saw some videos of us, and he was intrigued by the footage so he wanted to come out to a show so we came out to a show and he, we talked to him and after a while he really dug it and he said do you guys want to come record some songs you know just like a friendly just come record some stuff at my studio yeah and so a couple weeks later after some emailing we went in and we did you know five or six songs and then over the next couple months he went on tour then he came back and we did the next couple songs and that was the record and it was amazing working with him Great. It sounds like quite a quick, natural. Yeah. He's a great guy. We had him in store here. He yeah. did like a live at Rough Trade record for us, but yeah, I heard it. he just seems to follow everything he loves. So he's obviously. <laughs> what's his studio like? It's at this place called Sunset Sound, and it's like his own little, um, I guess, block off of it that yeah. used to be uh, just the storage for the studio. Yeah. And the studio is incredible. Um, in Sunset Sound, they recorded like Purple Rain, yeah, um, Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan. It's really amazing to get all the history that went down there, and it's really a relaxed studio. A lot of great gear. We recorded straight to two-inch tape, yeah. So it was all analog and pretty much all live except vocal overdubs. So it was really fun to get to do that the way most bands don't get to do anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it shows on the new record. I mean, the new record is incredible. It's it's thank proper you, rock and roll you. record, man. It's oh, yeah, like thank you. kind of I had it on. On the way to work this morning, <laughs> it's like I felt ready for the day. Kind oh, of thing. Cool. It's, uh, yeah, it's really kick-ass. But I mean, how did you guys come together? Is it a few years you've been together, or is it yeah, shorter it's, than that? I it's mean, kind you're, of been you're like, only young; it can't be can't be that long. It's kind of been like two two, two years, two years maybe a little bit two and a half almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. It started with uh, Arrow and I. Um, we just met each other through some friends and started jamming. Kind of, I think, had one or two ideas for songs put together, but. We were doing that for about two or three months. Then um, we weren't really doing that much, but then Arrow and Henry ran into each other at school. And once Henry came in to uh, jam with us, we started just doing, messing around with like covers and stuff like that. And then we, after 
a little while of doing that, we started to write our own songs, mm -hmm. and we had done demos and stuff like that. So it kind of was a natural progression. Yeah. And it, it seems like you very much joined together in. I mean. I can see a similarity in your shot lifting choices already, but mm -hmm. but you seem to have a mutual love for, I say late seventies bands like Sabbath and yeah. Stooges Definitely. and you know the Runaways. I mean, how did that come about? Was it your parents' record collection or is it? And Definitely, it has to do something with that. Just yeah, yeah. Your parents showing you cool records, and then you branching off from there. It wasn't like that for me at all, actually. Yeah. It was mainly like, uh, like my parents listened to like, well, my dad listened to like stuff like Sergio Mendes of Brazil 66, wow. and my mom listened to more like new wavy type stuff, but if anything, it was like my sister kind of showed me like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. So it was like an older sibling kind of showing you what's cool. Yeah. And what what is it about that sort of style of music that kind of, I mean, I suppose it's, it's the live thing, isn't it, really? It's, uh, the, the similarity with those bands is they, they kind of, they have an energy and a rawness and, and bring it live as well as on record. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has to do with live, but also, like, the recordings are amazing, you know? I think they're equally as good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you you are already, you know, at a young age, renowned for your live shows. I mean, yeah. you've only got to look at a bit of footage. I was lucky enough to see you at End of the Road Festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which, last at the night or the day? No, it was the daytime show in the and rain yeah yeah. Jeez. But, uh, i mean yeah i'm sure that's we're, we're used to that that's, yeah. that's kind of festival <laughs> but <laughs> how do you no, just but, go to a festival and just stand, stand in the rain there. for hours well we drink a lot and that <laughs> kind of gets us through it but. that sounds so bad <laughs> <laughs> but i mean yeah ra rain aside you know it's kind of it's incredible watching you guys it's kind of like there's something really theatrical and obviously about your performance, Arrow, and well, all of you guys, you know, there's so much energy. And I mean, has that always been like a, you know, a sort of decision that you made that when we do a live show, you know, fuck it, it's going to be really special and we're going to... Yeah. yeah. Definitely. You know, we never really said it, yeah. but it was just sort of... Yeah. Kind we definitely of, you know. put a lot of thought into like wanting to make the shows really special and kind of one of a kind, like... Because I feel like a lot of bands don't do that anymore, you know? Yeah. And, uh, they can yeah. be quite reserved and... Yeah, you, you know. which is good for, like, some type of music. But I just didn't want to do that, you know? Yeah. You all seem individually to almost have, like, an alter ego on stage, like, where you kind of mm -hmm. go to a certain place. Definitely Tim does. <laughs> <laughs> the bass player, man. But it's, it's yeah, it's gripping to watch, man. Like, you know, it was uh, a great show. I mean, where did you start playing in LA? Was there sort of smaller venues that you started playing, or? Yeah, I mean, when we first started, uh, we played at this place off Sunset called Dame, which was a, a friend of ours. It was the their packing plant for Delicious Vinyl, a record label in LA, and that was our first show. And it was just in this like really small, uh, DIY space that had maybe like could fit fifty people, maybe. Yeah. And all of our friends. Yeah, it was and, tiny. Yeah, all of our friends and family. They're the came best shows, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it really was because it was kind of. And I was like barefoot. It was really ironic. <laughs> it was really ironic because we were the first band on of six that night. And like, I think maybe over 100 people came for us that we all knew. And then right after we were done playing, 10 people were there for the rest of the band. So yeah. it was this really funny thing. Where well, because we it was like so tiny. And it was just all our friends. So it looked like a lot of people. Obviously, like, we all were going to leave afterwards, you know? Yeah. 
so then it just emptied out. Like, I don't know, I guess other bands just didn't have any friends or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was just funny, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, you got sort of a lot more tour dates coming up. Have, have you found the European and UK tour dates as to, by comparison to playing in the States? I mean, you know, aside from the I rain. I feel like the States are a lot, like, slower, you know. It takes a long time to get everywhere. And then, like, it's kind of, like, hit or miss. Yeah. And I guess it's, like, that kind of too here, but I feel like for the most part, like, almost every show we've played here has been, like, noteworthy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And in the States, sometimes it's, like, either it's, like, really fun or it's, like, really awful. <laughs> too, yeah. like, too extreme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, Arizona ain't a fun place to play. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. I mean, you, you support, I was saying earlier, you're playing Rough Trade New York on the 15th of February, yeah. mm-hmm. which would be great. Um, but you're also supporting Foo Fighters in, in yeah, June yeah. That's mm-hmm. at the London Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> it's already sold out. Yeah, that's, that's a huge show, right? Massive, yeah. yeah. A stadium, <laughs> big. That'd be fun, though. Yeah, yeah. we're all yeah. excited You seem to thrive on those kind of live moments. I like, like, I like big stages, mm-hmm. but it's, it's hard when... Well, you get the space to move about and do your Yeah, thing. it's good to have space, but then it's also scary because you're so, like, distant from the crowd. Yeah. And I use the crowd a lot, you know, in my performance, so yeah. it's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah. Was it always that easy to perform in that way that you do, or was it... No. I mean, with this band, it was always like that, but before, like, I don't know, it kind of came out when I did this. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, let's move on to your shoplifting choices. So mm-hmm. we challenged you to pick a record each yeah. from the store today and uh, tell us why and, and, and why you like it. So who's who's going first? Jim. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll... What have you gone for, man? I guess I'll go first. Um, <laughs> pick And why you picked it, too. Why I picked it, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else I would say. <laughs> Just this is <laughs> it. I mean, the floor, uh, <laughs> the floor is yours. Yeah. You can you know, say whatever you like. Well, I, I chose Endless Summer by the Beach Boys, and I kind of cheated, too, because there's just a bunch of singles and songs <laughs> from albums, like, besides this one. So it's, like, almost, like, four... And it's a double album, so there's, like, I don't know, like, 40 songs or something. No, it's not that many at all. <laughs> but, yeah, I chose one because I, I really like... Um, there's, like, there's probably, like, five songs that really stand out to me. Like, um, Let Him Run Wild, Don't Worry Baby, um, Girl Don't Tell Me. Girl Don't Tell Me is probably my favorite. It's kind of like, sounds like Ticket to Ride a little bit by, yeah. by the Beatles, but it's like kind of cooler in my opinion. And um, it's the, just... The, the Beach Boys in general sound like they mean a lot to you. Like, yeah. Is it... Definitely. I mean, the Beach Boys are really cool because it's like, it's pop songs and it's surf songs, but it's very like dissonant and pretty it's the production for me it's kind yeah, of you know production. everyone loves the beach boys like yeah. but i think the production value is just so yeah the production, it was a game changer it's thing, crazy like, yeah because brian wilson just had so much creative control on every aspect of the songs especially the production is just so beautiful and i mean i guess that's what happens he just had so much time to just work on music after you know making the first that few albums and just getting a lot of popularity but it's really beautiful, and you know the like Wrecking Crew played on all of it, so it's super solid. Right. Yeah, so I yeah I just really love it. It's just really pretty. Cool, man. Yeah. Right, you got you got to choose one song from one there, track. and we'll play okay. it. Okay, 
I'll I'll probably choose the, the girl. Don't tell me, because I really like that one. Here it is. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, little girl, it's me. Don't you know who I am? I met you last summer when I came up to stay with my Okay, so um, second shoplifting choice. Okay, uh, the record I chose was uh, Bert Janch, and it was a self-titled record. I think it was like 19, mid-60s, like 1965, I think it was released. And um, I actually found out about Bert Janch because there was this movie called The Squid and the Whale. I think uh, Noah Baumbach was the director for it. And it's a really good movie, and I watched it a lot when I was like a teenager, like many, like very heavy emotional, yeah, feeling yeah. heavy movie. And I really liked it. And the soundtrack in it used a lot of Bert Janch's music. And yeah, I haven't even listened to this in probably like maybe three or four years, but the second I picked it up, it brought back like a lot of really nice memories. So I nice. thought it was a good choice for... Yeah, there's something special about Bert in that it kind of just takes you to... Yeah, his, his, like, his voice is just really soft and melodic and his guitar playing is very like smooth and it kind of just takes you off into a different place. Something spiritual and... Yeah, because it's like you're, it feels like when, at least when you listen to him, it's like you're in this log cabin in the woods yeah. and this guy's just playing for you. It's really nice. Like, I really, really enjoy it. Oh, great one. Well, um, yeah, would you like to choose a track? Yeah, I think uh, the one I used to listen to the most on this was Courting Blues. Uh, and yeah, I just, something about that specific song really stuck with me. So, yeah, that's my choice. Great. Here it is. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Okay, uh, so your next shoplifting choice. Okay, well, I kind of cheated, and um, I have two, but I'm not only going to pick a song off of one. Um, I chose Tom Waits' Swordfish Trombones. Classic. To me, this record is really, really crazy, because it's 
his first record that was kind of like this instead of just being piano stuff. And the song that really sticks out to me on this is the opening song, which is Underground. And it has some weird euphonium and drums on it. And it literally sounds like something's going on underground. And it's (laughs) crazy to listen to. And you need to be kind of, I don't know, kind of crazy to actually want to listen to something like this. Not something sweet like Beach Boys or something. (laughs) But... (laughs) Um, yeah, on your choice, and then because that might have been a bit too out there, I also chose Neil Young and Crazy Horse live at Farm Aid Seven in New Orleans because that's pretty. It's a real pretty, um, not overproduced, but just you know, calm, mellow, and just good. Have you always loved Neil Young? Is that yeah, kind of no, a part in your, in your guitar playing at all? Or? I will, yeah, he's one of my favorite guitar players for sure. He's got his own thing. He's yeah, beyond me. He very often looks like he's not doing much, but he's, he really is. I don't yeah. know. He has a certain style. Like. Yeah, just his whole thing is... I saw him live at the Fox Theater in Pomona recently, or a couple of years ago, and just seeing a guy almost... 70 or yeah. up there just you know he could definitely kick my ass <laughs> it was just so badass I mean I'd have to choose Down by the River from this album because it's like 15 minutes of chill perfect uh, <laughs> it's just you're, 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 it feels like you're it calms you down yeah it's like solid and steady and it puts you in a zone puts you in a good place yeah Great, and you're, you're getting your money's worth with a 15-minute track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's only f- four songs on that. Great. Ten bucks. Can't go wrong. Here it is. <laughs>
Okay, so your fourth and final um, shoplifting choice. I'm going through a hard time with my voice right now, but um, <laughs> I chose this Graham Parsons record that is like a bunch of alternate takes. So I haven't actually heard any of them, so I'm really excited to hear it. And it's like 180 gram. <laughs> but um, no, I'm, I'm just really intrigued by it, and I love Graham Parsons. I love the Burrito Brothers and the Birds. Um, my it reminds me of like all the guys that my dad, you know, was friends with. I grew up with yeah. as a kid, you know. All would play That's me what you would stuff. Hear when you were yeah, and um, probably if I were to make any other type of music, it would be country, which is a secret of mine. I love yeah. country music. It it seems like you'd you'd all <laughs> do a good country record. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> nice. a good rock and roll record. Shh, the second yeah. record. <laughs> I mean, country and rock and roll are pretty much the yeah. same yeah, thing. You know, yeah. it's like I feel like people when they think of country, they think of like weird new Americana like yeah. stuff. But but um, you can do a country version of every song of ours. Yeah, pretty right. much. That's pretty uh, exclusive here. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Um, one of my favorite songs ever is Return of the Grievous Angel. And this is an alternate studio version, so I've never heard it, but I'm excited to hear it. So that's, that's my choice. Won't you scratch my itch, sweet Annie Rich, and welcome me back to town? Come out on your porch or step into your parlor, and I'll tell you how it all went down. With the truckers and the kickers and the cowboy angels And a good saloon in every single town Oh, and I remembered something you once told me And I'll be damned if it did not come true From Cheyenne to Tennessee We flew straight across that river bridge Last night at past two Switchman waved his lantern goodbye today As we went rolling through Billboards and truck stops passed by the grievous angel now I know just what I have to do. Pick it for me, James.
giant Tennessee. The news I could bring, I met up with a king on his head and a penny crown. Talked about unbuckling that old Bible belt and light it out for some desert town. Out with the truckers and the kickers and the cowboy angels and a good saloon in every single town. Oh, but I remembered something you once told me, and I'll be damned if it did not come true. I'd just like to say before we kind of play the last track of the podcast, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, and uh, thank you yeah, the, re- the record's great, man. It's thank you. it's really kick-ass. And thanks for this one too, the first aid kit. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. No problem. Can't wait to hear they that. They send their love and best wishes. Oh, cool. But um, but yeah, let's let's finish the the podcast with a track from from your new record. What would you like to play? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> A good ending uh, song. Chicken Woman? Yeah, I was actually I like thinking, yeah, I was yeah. thinking that too. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good fade out track. Mm-hmm. You can't Chicken do something woman. with like too much energy. Yeah. It's gotta be like. <laughs> it's a steady flow, that one. Yeah. Let's go for Chicken it. Woman, yeah. Here it is, Chicken Woman. <laughs> Then 
Rough Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.